The three questions I asked the queens at DragCon were, first of all, if you could cut one challenge from Drag Race forever, permanently, Snatch Game or the ball? The ball. You'd uh, seriously cut the ball. A, I'm done with looking at 36 looks in one episode. It's no longer like interesting or fun. I liked it when it was the top five, maybe. Yes, I agree with you there. Uh, so they th- should always for do that it. Reason, like, yeah. I would cut it because it's, it's an oversaturation. It's too many things. Nobody's every look that can be done has been done. <laughs> well, I mm, I'm not sure about that, but there are. When I think about all the balls from all the recent seasons in recent years, it's it's hard for me to remember the iconic ones. Ah, because that's aren't. because there are no. It's because there's so many looks, as you were saying. There's literally so many to remember. Give me the most iconic look from the season 14 ball. The season 14 ball, which was the... Red, white, and blue. Oh, um, obviously Jasmine Kennedy's. Uh, no, it wasn't red, white, and blue. It was red, white, and blue. Oh, animal. And animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not only are we oversaturated with so many looks, now we've got two categories. we got two. <laughs> Mitch, fuck Willow Pills. Willow Pill 1 with that, um, that like, uh, uh, like pants suit. The Glare, with the, yeah, yeah, I liked that look, yeah. Sure. Um, or maybe Would I did I say it. it's I iconic? <laughs> Do you know what I thought was? Jan's All Stars 6 um, denim look, where she like made uh, that the, jumpsuit with the, the high- The convict on. Yeah, yeah, with those denim. Oh, that yeah. was fucking amazing. One of her headshots was- uh, Jan's ball ball look. Yes. Yeah, ball ball. Yeah. Yes, it was ball. It was. Season it was 12. Aiden Zane put all those little <laughs> cotton balls on that outfit and then fell asleep and yes. said, I'm going to add a whistle. Jada, I still maintain Jada should have had a double win with Gigi for that challenge. GG one with those pom poms all over the coloured uh, ones on the white. Jada's with the was the hair and the yeah, little hat. Jada's had yeah. all those all white the, ping the, pong. Yeah, gorge with the head wrap. Yeah, with the head, it was stunning. Perfection, looking like Whitney Houston in the bathtub. Yep. I know you said that to make me laugh or or cringe, but I I no, just am pampering yourself. No, not when she died. God. <laughs> I'm happy, unlike RuPaul, I'm happy to make Whitney Houston jokes on this podcast. So Bye-bye. bring them on. Bye-bye. Now that was a reality show. Sister love. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Um, but um, the other question was, uh, if you could only use one for the rest of your career, stones or sequins? Uh, you don't use either? <laughs> I, <laughs> I've seen you in. I think I've seen you in sequins. You've, seen, you've probably seen me more in sequins than stones because stones Expenno. fall off. Oh yeah, that too. Good luck finding anything. Yes, you can put as much E six thousand on something as you want. Apparently not Marilyn Monroe's dress though. Oh, I am not digressing from where we're at right now because we're on a really good, we're on a really good roll right now. And if I we have are? to get started on that fat dog, I will do it. Not Marilyn Monroe, the other one. Pete Davidson's knob slobber. (laughs) 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 I can tell you got real, real energy. She gets me hot under the collar. Anyway, uh, so you would go with sequins then? (laughs) Uh, I'd probably go with sequins. And the other one you actually have have already answered because it's the question I asked all my guests on season one of this podcast, which was Down Under. What is the one lipstick song that you do as a drag queen that no other queen should do because it's yours and you fucking own it and no one else can do it quite like you? And you said... What was that? You said New York, New York, obviously. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, that was brave of me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I am no, really going is. for the lies of fantasy though with my fractured pelvis. They'll put me, <laughs> oh, put no. me in a wheelchair and fucking push me out of that stage any moment now. We need the blue pills. <laughs> Were you there the other week when I did I Look to You? Uh, no, I know I Run To You by Whitney Houston. I sat no, there, no, I had no, no. I sat down the entire, it was just after I fractured my pelvis. Oh, fuck, bitch. And I sat in a chair and did Run To You. I want to run to you. While sitting. Was that planned? Funny. Of course it was planned. <laughs> so you're telling me that the roulette on drag roulette is not actually a roulette? Uh, I'm not rouletting. I'm not a contestant. I'm the host. Okay. <laughs> it is my show and not yours. Speaking of shows that are yours, get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a different answer? for a song uh, you... I, 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 The first thing that came to my mind was New York, New York. But also um, the ballad version of that I do of Heaven is a Place on Earth. Oh, I do remember seeing you do that once. Yes, yes, yes. That was very good. Uh, when I do it, it is the personification. I, it, there is something that comes out of me. It's drag. It's, it, it's drag. It's drag. It is drag. Mama, it's drag. Yep. This is the kind of things you can experience when you go and see and support your local drag artists, everyone. I'm just saying. It's a great time. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, you you don't have Twitter, do you? I'm aware of what Twitter is and how I use it. <laughs> I'm not talking about pornography. Oh, God. What are you talking about? If it's not pornography, I'm not interested. One of the... Okay. You all know I'm not a huge Ross Matthews fan either. I liked him from the Chelsea Lately days. He was a regular. And, you know, all the comedians from that show I have a soft spot for because I loved them and watched them for so long. And Ross is one of those comedians. Him being a part of Drag Race, it is what it is. I will never, ever get over when someone I'm not, like, living for has it out online and has online beef with someone else that I'm also not living for, and I get to watch them. Was it Todrick and Ross? It was not Todrick and Ross. Oh, damn it, I would love to see that. Oh, God. Do you know Todrick's tour has been rescheduled? Uh, uh, I've... Still accidentally (laughs) follow Todrick um, somehow because I'm addicted to the drama. I love it. Uh, He he pulled the rest of the tour. Oh, he's pulled it completely. Uh, ITD say it's still being rescheduled. uh, No, it's being rescheduled for later, but now he needs to honour himself and look after himself. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. It must be so hard to have an entire world turn against you because you're... Rotten fucking garbage human being. Mr. Ricky. Ricky Hall. I don't like Billy Eichner. Oh, you are so wrong for that. I love Billy Eichner. What are you talking about? Billy on the Street. I think Billy on the Street was good. Uh, Difficult People. One of the greatest comedy TV shows of all time. I've seen plenty of clips. And again, I I was into that too. Julie Klaus now. But I don't like him as... I, I, I don't like him as a person. Why? I think it's pretty clear based on the way his career has gone since Billy on the Street that he, I think he just wants to be famous um, and he happens to be funny. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go see his new movie, Bros, because I couldn't, I give, I couldn't give a shit about I, the fact. Queer representation on screen. We are, yes. It's amazing. Also, Fire Island, I really want to see. Oh, apparently it's 
fucking incredible. Yeah, I really want to see Fire Apparently Island. Apparently, the, rev- uh, the reviews I've been seeing, yeah. I haven't looked at any of them, but the headlines for them have been rave reviews. I knew it would be. Joel Kim Booster is fantastic. I hate Joel Kim Booster. Bowen Yang. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Bowen Yang, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And Asian representation. Queer Asian representation. Yes. Incredible. Billy Eichner, I don't really like. I don't like his trajectory. I don't like the fact that we're going to have to hear for the rest of our lives, the rest of his life, that he has the first ever film with an all gay cast of actors. Whether they're playing gay characters or not, it's all gay and he's the first to do. That just seems like such a Billy Eichner thing to happen and I'm already over it. Billy tweeted back in 20... Confirmed racist homophobe (laughs) in the middle of Pride Month. He did not need to be... You were leading that March today, weren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me fucking started. No. (laughs) Vaccines don't work. Let us work. You're just rhyming work with work. It's not even funny wordplay. Just die. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, just die. The thing, like, like Billy, obviously, he's a part of the Ryan Murphy universe. That's what aggravates me as well. No, you're not mad about Billy Eichner. Your deep-seated issue is with Ryan Murphy. No, 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 it's with the fact that he will take any job possible and that means selling his soul to Ryan Murphy. And I think that phrase is extremely correct. The only person who's managed to get away from that unscathed is Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters. Um, oh, and Jessica and, Lang. And Jessica Lang. Um, but everyone uh, else is like, give me the work I need. Francis <laughs> O'Connor. Well, yes, but Gus Kenworthy, what is he doing acting? Like, we don't need that. Uh, Billy Eichner, we don't need players. you. We don't need, we don't need Billy Eichner bit on a series... Doing I anything? Will fight you on this because him, I've been a Ryan him on American Crime back. Story impeachment was completely unnecessary. Why? Because anyone else could have played that part. It did not need to go to him, and he didn't do a good job. Uh, I thought he did do a good job. I thought I enjoyed him. Anyway, what I'm what I'm bringing I'm bringing Billy Eichner up because Ross did an ad uh, many years ago during Pride Month for Capital One, which I believe is a bank mm. in the US. And it was him on a street with a microphone asking questions to two guys, and they were just scoring points. I, I didn't watch the video because why would I? Scoring points on the street. <laughs> Enough, sounds I, like a Ross Matthew thing. To I was going to say enough about you last weekend. Um, Whoa! Bill, but um, you know Ross Matthews got his start on the Tonight Show doing that. He was man on the street asking people things. He was at a, events for Jay Leno. Jay Leno's Tonight Show. So that's where that's literally where Ross Matthews got his start. Billy Eichner retweeted the video saying, "Yet another Billy on the street ripoff." I usually ignore. But this one is shameless and pathetic, and in uh, invert in in brackets, and not funny. And Ross Matthews responded, "Are you serious? I've been doing man on the street interviews since two thousand one. I've never even seen your stuff. Bless your heart. I lived. That is my favorite Ross Matthews moment of all time. Queer on queer crime. I Reese the homophobe is all about it." Reese, the Billy Eichner hater, is all about it because Billy Eichner thinks he's God's gift, apparently, to funny gay men, like every other gay man. Oh, what? Like, Ross Matthews doesn't? Mate, I'm saying... The hilarious Ross Matthews. <laughs> Ross Matthews. Give me a break. Hey, that's RuPaul calling him that. I've <laughs> never seen Ross Matthews do a funny thing. Well, I've got episodes of Chelsea Lately on my hard drive. You can I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs>